Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod. And on this episode with me and Tamara, we will be talking about New York and Salt Lake City. Which is not disappointing at all. No. Unlike New York. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, did I say it out loud? I know. this. Okay, so. I was depressed. I'm sorry. I was literally depressed watching the reunion. It was like a therapy session. No, it really was like a therapy session. They, I mean. Sai uh, even said, "This feels like therapy. This is actually." She my said, first "This day. is the first time that she's been to therapy." I mean, it was a legit therapy session. If they weren't crying, they were screaming, but unnecessarily. Yeah, it was, but just not really in. Weird. It, it didn't. It starts out where Aaron asks Jessel if she grew up poor. Jessel says they grew up comfortable but lavish. Bryn laughs. Jessel says she shouldn't be made to feel ashamed for her upbringing. Jessel says while Aaron was at the ballet with Brad Pitt and Gwyneth, she was delivering newspapers with her mom. Okay, that's all I can think about. Was she really at the, the ballet with Brad Pitt? Probably. <laughs> do you think so? Um, I. You, by the way. Do you feel like Jessel was downplaying her privileged upbringing or do you feel like the women are just trying to find reasons to call on her for something. Well, I, I definitely think that some of these girls had a very, very rough upbringing. Very rough. But do you think Jessel was one of those I, people? No, I do not. I think that she had a very normal life, it sounds like. Like, it wasn't, I didn't have food. I didn't have a house to live in. Like, some of these stories were really, really heartbreaking. Um, I don't think that Jessel was at that level. I feel like her way of trying to connect to other people is by sharing her experience. And sometimes it's maybe not the right circumstance. So then she gets heat for it. I but I, I don't know. I also was slightly confused by... 
I don't know, even the relationship that's formed between the women post-reunion, they've repeatedly talked about how the group of them have hung out minus Jenna. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't understand that. I don't know what's going on with Jenna. I had a, a DM conversation with her after our last podcast. Oh, you did? <laughs> I did. So I did. why isn't she coming to Bravo? I didn't ask her that, mm. but she ask? she just she reached out to me. She said there was she got a lot of DMs saying that we were talking about it on the podcast, and the same with Uba Uber. You know, oh, I don't know if that would be it considered was a, little a reach bit out than Uba, but it was in the same time frame of after the podcast. You know, when you're the first time being on TV, you take everything so serious. You know, and I always like to, we always say this, like, you're as good as this week's episode. That's it. If you, like, I purposely did not listen to the recap of Orange County because I knew I was, sometimes I was an asshole and I didn't really want to hear it. Sometimes. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Sometimes also yeah. sounds like all the time. No, yeah, exactly. Kidding. I love you so, so much. So it's like certain things like, you know, I just don't want to hear it. I don't want to. But um, Jenna was very sweet and nice. Very, very, very sweet. And very, like, she didn't, like, yell at me or anything. She's like, she actually thanked me for sticking up for her. Yeah, I mean, I felt like the entire reunion, it, it really felt disjointed. I think that's what yeah. it was. It was like, it really narrowed down like, okay, we're going to talk about you right now, then you right now, and then every time any other housewife tried to chime in, it was like, no, this is my segment. This yeah, is I my know. time. Yeah. I need you to do something for me. What? I need you to call Dorit right now and ask her if crackling hag... Is oh, it's a British thing. Why don't we call PK? Okay, call PK. Crackling uh, hag. Cackling. Cackling. Oh, cackling, not crackling. Cackling hag. Is that seriously a British thing? Oh, you're going to ask him. Oh, it's happening right now. Hi, Teddy. Hi, PK. You're actually on two teas in a pod. This is just a random question. You're on air. That's not very nice, Teddy. The <laughs> I know. There's no warning. I asked, we, I asked. It was Tamara. We want to know in British humor, is cackling hags a saying that people say? Say what? What's the saying? Cackling. Cackling hags. No. <gasps> Shit. So they were lying on. Yeah. On the Real Housewives of New York mean, reunion. Listen, you can you can say cackling hags. It means like. Two old nasty women who are laughing away. So it's not. There's no term of endearment. It's here. no. In, it's nothing endearing. No, cackling hags is a terrible description. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much, and we appreciate you, PK, and uh, we look forward to recapping you as this season progresses on By Beverly way, Hills. PK, keep eating those chips. Oh yeah, we got really upset oh, this last oh, week. <laughs> All right, enjoy that sour cream and onion, and uh, we hope to see you soon. Thank you. Venture out to salt and vinegar. <laughs> They're the best. I actually they, like barbecue. I do too. I like them all. I like oh, anything so, salty and savory. Okay, so who was it that said that they researched and they heard that cackling hags was a term of endearment? Jessel says it. Jessel okay. says that cackling hag is a very normal thing to say in England. Well, but evidently, PK says different. <laughs> well, um, then we get into Psy. And this this story actually, it really pulled at my heartstrings. <sighs> this was um, so sad. 
you get to see a completely different side of Sai where she says her mom suffered from mental illness and tried to treat it with alcohol. She says the police would call Sai to come pick her up from the hospital or she would get arrested. Her mom lived with her for three months and would, oh my gosh, I know. get drunk in, in front, front of, of the Sai's kids. kids. Di- David said her mom had to go, so Sai had to throw her out. Sai says it was the hardest thing she's ever had to do, and she felt responsible for the death for her death three months later. Three months later. I mean, it's super sad, but I mean, do you understand David's perspective? I mean, what would you have done? Like Sai had said multiple times at the reunion that she put her in rehab. She put her in assisted living. I, I feel awful for Sai. Yeah. Um, it's really I feel sad. like what happened to her mother is terrible. Um, I also hope she gets therapy. Yeah. I'm not sure that we need to keep seeing it on camera. I think, you know, I've been writing hard for Sai because I see something in her that's a little bit broken. Somebody that is 100% a truth teller, but doesn't necessarily deliver her message with the best, you know, the best way. And I yeah. can relate to that. And But you can also see like this hurt, sad person in the only way that she knows how to to fix things is to yell and scream and it, or shut down or shut down so you could see that now understand it a little bit more because of what she went through with her mom yeah like that's i think really sad and i i also understand uh, what david was doing i mean i think you have to have your boundaries when yeah. it comes to yeah. any sort of another toxic thing, relationships to move forward from that sadness i i another another sadness that breaks my heart andy said he got a lot of backlash for casting an influencer also, but then they made it very clear that not everybody that says they're influencers are influencers. Does that mean we're not influencers? I don't think we are. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I used to make a ton of money doing sponsored posts. <laughs> I still do. I, I do, but not not the money, not the money three years ago. Not the money three years ago. I mean, I don't know. Mine was up there, up, 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 up there. So now not no, not so much anymore. Um yeah. Well, I do feel like I need to go down the rabbit hole of size influencing a little bit. And see. she is like she was a legit influencer. That Not didn't... like us. Tap the link for LTK. To no, shop. no. You can do how <laughs> as many tap the links for LTK doesn't mean that you are an influencer. She's literally doing she was a not known person influencing. That's that's hard. Yeah. It's a hard job. But then Andy asked Aaron and Bryn why their friendship is hot and cold. Bryn says that they are actually a lot alike. Aaron says she can trust that even if they fight, they still have an underlying mutual respect. Uba rolls her eyes and says the two of them are fake. Bryn says they are not fake. If she says she likes Aaron, she does. Uba asks where she can puke. Why then, does Uba hate her cast? That's my question. I think Uba hated the way that she came out on the show and is trying to come in and but she didn't come off bad I didn't think she was bad I thought she was she was sweet she was nice I didn't feel like she was a horrible human on the but when she comes to the reunion she's like where can I puke and I hate my cast and I call them hags and all these things like why where's this coming from I I think that this reunion actually shows that once somebody has a strong reaction to you then you come back a different way that's yeah. what they're they're all kind of showing a little bit. Even 
<laughs> all of the apologies that all and listen i love an apology i apologize when i make mistakes most of the time not usually N- not to tamra but That's um in general i c- can potentially apologize to someone but it just if felt like to. <laughs> if i'm being forced and on. paid to um <laughs> But the fact that That's why ev- I love you. The fact that every single time they're like, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. The whole entire reunion was just like panicked apologies. It was a very strange reunion. It was literally like a therapy session. Then Andy asks if anyone thinks Uba overreacted about the phone prank. Jenna says that no one knew Uba's backstory, so without context, it felt very over the top. Um, Jenna previously said she got a taste of Uba hot. Okay. This is the part that didn't really make sense to me because now Uba has also showed messages about this as well that she didn't realize they were filming at Jenna's house. I can Uh, say with 100% certainty, I have never gone into filming and not realized I was filming. Okay, Uba, you're filming a reality show and you're a cast member and you're going to the house and you would expect there to be cameras there. Like, that makes me question what she's saying, what she's saying and what she's thinking. She's saying that there's no proof that Jenna didn't, you know, essentially blindside her by just inviting her over. Um, That is the weirdest comment I've ever heard at a reunion. But also, I want to point out and I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but anytime I ever film something, not only was I invited by my friend, a.k.a. cast member, I also got an email confirming yes. my time schedule for the next day. Yes. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How many years have you been on? Um, I've been on 13 years. 13 years and I did one. Did you ever not know you were filming when you were filming? No. That is crazy. Crazy. (laughs) You get an email, like you said, from from Sally Ann. Yeah. Sometimes Gavin. Sometimes Clark. And you say, tomorrow, we're going to pick you up at this time and this is where you're going. And if we're not picking you up because there's not going to be drinking at the event. So if you're... Yeah. In New York or you're walking or you're whatever. Yeah. Um, but you either way, before you enter the room, you're mic'd. You're mic'd. And you see camera guys. So that is just crazy to me that she would even say that. Um, but do you think um this is all a way to kind of uh, look at all the comments, see what everybody says. Um and then make excuses. Yes, we talked about that last podcast, which got me in trouble. Yeah. We talked about that. I feel like, like all she, it did was hurt Jenna's feelings and validate her insecurities about the way that she kind of grew up being not like, you know, how Jenna has repeatedly said, oh, you know, I wasn't I didn't have a, you know, like a close group of girlfriends. I always yeah. kind of felt this way. I love Jenna. I do too. I, I hope- love her. And I'm I'm sad. I heard that she's not going to BravoCon. I don't know why. I hope she does go. I, I think that she's a staple to that show. Um, I just want to see more. I just want I, I'm so invested in her that I want to see more of her life. And I gotta say, I'm sorry when Uba said to Bren, just because you don't know how to be loved, I felt sick to my stomach. That was mean. That was just straight up i get listen yeah, i can that was mean i realize that people can get upset and say things that they don't mean but i don't imagine a situation where i would ever say to somebody that i cared about even the slightest amount um yeah just because you you're not used to being loved or you don't know how to yeah. accept love or any of that type of things it seemed intentional yeah, no, I will absolutely agree with you on that. But um, and I think Bren doesn't take herself too seriously most of the time. I feel like Bren does not take life serious. She's here to have fun. She has a great life. She is beautiful. She is loved. She is just. I'm here. Let's let's. Like, uh, and do she, I hit on your husband? Do I hit on your your son? Like, well, who, where do I go next? She's she's, she's just funny. having fun in life. And also, she but knows what Ren she's here to do. But can also put people in the hospital. She said. 
No, she actually said, I'll put them in the grave. Oh, that's right. It's right. She says, I put them in the grave. You put them in the hospital. I I put put them them in in the the funeral home. The funeral home. Funeral home. That's what she said. Um, I mean, I know this is a shit show. But listen, there's so much that went on, right? So let's talk about the 45 minutes versus the two hours that Uba's phone was missing. Who cares? It's just like when (laughs) Dorothy was 42 versus 47 minutes late. It didn't really matter. Okay, so Uba says that she has to check in with family members to let them know that she's okay. And she couldn't do that for that 45 minutes to two hours. Listen, when we... It is as brutal. It's as brutal as Meredith's... it's it's as brutal as meredith why can't i say meredith her name is meredith well you have to keep this in her name is meredith no no what is it meredith spell every time i spell it every time i spell it i have to spell the way meredith talks out of the side of her mouth i think i do too actually it's kind of unfortunate for me um only when you're highly intoxicated well and that's a whole nother story anywho let's just finish this andy okay. asks what they saw in the mirror during season 14 Sai says she realized she doesn't where are listen- you i've moved down to number seven i'm done with this oh wait you're on I'm a different done page with new york. i'm like did you just skip a whole thing i did okay, i've moved you're right over along new york clearly I, you are over new york listen i'm ready for legacy I'm ready um, for BravoCon. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm really ready. I'm sure I'll make a lot of friends. I know. Andy asked what they saw in the mirror during season 14. Sai says she realized she doesn't listen to others and that she needs to open her ears and her heart a little bit more. Oh, isn't that cute? Well, Jenna says she's still learning how to be a big girl's girl. Uh, she doesn't say no, big. How to be a girl's girl. Okay. So Jenna <laughs> says she's still learning to be a girl's girl and can now see herself being in a girls group Aaron says she took things very personally so she is going to stop doing that and lighten up no you're not Aaron you're not lightening up because I I'm not Don't lightening change. up either Don't change, Aaron. she also says she has a big mouth and says things she shouldn't say Aaron you're okay. my spirit animal I feel I you on her. all levels do you not see similarities between her and Heather Dubrow I do I'm saying it I do even when she said I guess I gotta I got to say things differently because nobody can understand me or something like that. I don't know. I see. I see. Per, I she's see. a younger version of Heather Sorry, Dubrow. Do you think, do you see similarities between me and Heather Dubrow? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I knew it because I see similar similarities between me and Heather. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I like Aaron. And I mean, I, like I hope that I like you like Heather. me. Well, you're not bad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't suck most of the time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Jessel says it was a moment for reflection on her marriage, and she wants to be more gentle to her husband. When you're married for so long, you get into a comfortable atmosphere and has been a wake up call. How long have they been married? Uh, Listen, I don't want to hear the word gentle. Are they been married three years? (laughs) How long have they been married? Gentle. Okay, can we somebody find out how long they've been married? They've been long. They've been married a pretty long time. Uh, Bren says she enjoyed watching herself, but she had already said that she didn't watch the season. By the season. way, I hate these fucking questions at the end of a reunion. But Bren said she didn't. How watch- did you feel the season was? Anything you want to say to anybody? Which friendship? What you- friends did you value the most? Uh, Bren says she enjoyed watching herself and hopes Mimi got to see it too. Um, they've been married eleven years. Eleven years is that's like 
you're still in like no, the honeymoon not phase. In the, it's I the am seven. in the honeymoon phase. My husband is still hot. We have fun. I don't. Eddie, do you think you're still in the honeymoon phase? You guys are liars. No, I swear <laughs> to God. Honeymoon phase? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I feel like 10 years is not that long. <laughs> How long have you been married? I don't know. Long time. <laughs> Over 20, 10 years. 25 years? <laughs> oh, my God. It's been seven, seven hours, hours and <laughs> All right. A lot of fans were confused by Uba's performance. Too much therapy going on. And oh, they should all sorry. get a second season. Sorry. Did I not just say that? And then I got a a, 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 a tongue licking. No, not a tongue licking. It's a tongue, a tongue lashing. lashing from Uba. Oh, my gosh. If we get I t- would have encouraged a tongue licking, but it was a tongue lashing from Uba because I said she was a little extra. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
So we're wait. we're back from the break, and and Eddie's asked to chime in. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. You're we're back on the pod, and you want to talk about our relationship? Well, yeah, you were saying something really great about um, you know being together for ten years, honeymoons, you know, stage, and, yeah. And Teddy was like in awe, like she couldn't believe you. But I just want to say that our relationship is purely psychological, because you mind fuck me? No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, part of the relationship is that the reason it works, yeah, because one partner is psycho and the other one's logical. <laughs> so you know. I knew there was a fucking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if, is he's about to give us a motivational speech right now? Wait, it's what? Not the time. That is not the time. That's why it works. So one of us is psycho, oh, and that's you, and one's lo- logical. I I have oh, yeah. psychological. Oh. <laughs> I'll be here through Thursday if you need me. Really? Do you have your own panel at BravoCon too? No, I'm working on it though. Oh my god! Maybe I'll get my own show. So, are you ready to poke? Are you ready to poke your eyeballs out listening to us do the podcast? Yes. He hasn't listened to one thing that we've said. You've been on your phone the entire time. I actually found it a little bit rude because it was hard for me to focus when you weren't laughing at our jokes. Yeah. Why are well, you not I laughing? I don't want to make any noises. I I don't want to be rude. Did you get any of our jokes? What? Not being rude? And you just keep no, calling yes. psycho? No. Yes. I was I was laughing inside. <laughs> You guys are fun. You are full of shit. Because it's not even noon. Oh, yeah, it is. And you're drunk. No! <laughs> <laughs> you need to start watching some of the shows, Eddie. I hope. Well, this is the first year that he's really watched Orange County. Eddie really came um, out of his shell. I enjoyed it because the cast was normal and down to earth. And yeah. even though there was some drama, it was not fabricated and it wasn't fake. Yeah. Who... Do you think if they were going to bring a past Orange County housewife back on, they should bring on? I have no idea. I don't, I don't think know who past housewives are. She doesn't even know. <laughs> well, you said there were people that were fake, so I'm wondering who essentially I'm trying to dig. I really don't, I don't think there's a past housewife that needs to be brought back no. at all. I think that, you know, when you, it's kind of like, like, I mean, sorry, I, Vicky. Well, no, no, no. She was, she was on this season. So I'm not even talking about Vicky. But I would like to see you come on because you're friends with me. You're friends with Emily. You're friends with Shannon. Like you have a lot of friendships here. So I would love, because we're so connected in so many ways, um, for you to come on to Orange County. And you Eddie? have a house in Orange County. Do you think? I have a question, Eddie. Do you think that me being on Orange County would ruin mine and Tamara's friendship? No. I asked Eddie, not Tamra. Well, I answer for him. <laughs> <laughs> she does. We are married, and I'm the psycho one. Yes. Can I have my balls do back? You, wait, yeah. Nope, they're in my purse, babe. Do you, do you think that... I don't think that it would ever, because I feel like we're so aligned on so many ways. Like, we disagree, but we're we're logical enough that we can be like, I don't fucking believe you, or I think yeah. I don't believe that, or I would be like... I think... Here's here's the way I truly feel about it. I, I think that... As long as I know that somebody deep down has a good heart. Yeah. And I feel like when push comes to shove, I've told you things that I wouldn't tell other people. And I really trust you. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, that's what what's important in these friendships. Is yeah. It's not about being in the vault or any of those types of things. But like you are a good friend and you're supportive and you're able to be. Yeah. There and for it, somebody and it's funny because I get beaten up alive because you know this year like oh my god she was your best friend how can you no she was my best friend that's not what happened me and heather and me and even emily me and shannon 
we have deep, dark secrets that we have never talked about on this show and we keep it. Would it be salacious or scandalous to talk about on the show? Yeah. But when you have a conversation off camera and I'm like, Teddy, don't repeat that. I know deep down in my heart, you will never repeat that. And there's the same thing I've had with like with Shannon and Heather, like there's just certain things like they're off limits. But I also think that in the same token, you know that you're there to do a job. Yes, 100%. And so you have to be yourself. And if you're not yourself, but there, I think there's a difference. Like you and I can have really heartfelt conversations. I can be open and I know that you're not going to judge me for it. Totally. But also if you're seeing somebody that's being not authentic to who they are, on the show, it's really hard to watch. Oh, trust me. I know. I lived it last season. She calls them out. I call them out. And then I get shit for it because everyone's like, oh my God, she's so sweet. I'm like, oh, just wait. Just wait. If you could only hang out with one house husband from Orange County, who would it be? Now? Yeah. Probably Emily's husband. That's it. Shane, yeah. Shane. Yeah. Yeah. His name is not, your name is not Tamara's husband. Just it like, is. Yeah. Yeah, we were with Shane and Emily um, yesterday, the day before. Yesterday. and No, Saturday. Saturday night at a fundraiser, and they're just so normal. Like, so normal, so cool, so down to earth. Like, they're not tied up in the fame of it all. They don't get on Instagram and, oh, she did this to me, and all this shit. And Shane doesn't get on podcasts and talk about the show. Like, they're so normal. The only it, other guy that I've gotten along with was David. And that's, I mean... He's just a smart business When was guy. the last time you saw him? Gosh, it was a race in Monterey two years ago, Spartan race. We used to do Spartan races together. But you talked, you you sent him a message when his yeah. baby was born and stuff like that. Yes, of course. Yeah. So we, we talked, you know, periodically. I went to Montana recently and he told me he just bought a place in Montana. So he invited is he me still, to stay there. Is he still with the new chick or no? I think so. I think they're still married. It, it's kind of up and down. They've had some issues, but yeah, yeah. Hi, hi, hi. Okay. All right, we have to get into Salt Lake City, but um, Edwin and Eddie will both be at BravoCon with us, and we want to get all their hot husband takes. Oh, my God. Aye, aye, aye. It is the first time for both of them to be at BravoCon, right? Yeah, we need it, because remember when Edwin believed that I was Samantha Bush getting in the physical okay. altercation wait, 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 last wait, wait. BravoCon? I have to tell you something. About five nights ago, I woke up. No, I, I was laying in bed. Eddie was asleep. And I literally started laughing out loud. I was thinking about BravoCon because obviously it's coming up this weekend. And I thought about Edwin texting you how you're embarrassing him <laughs> by getting into a physical altercation <laughs> with a girl at BravoCon. And it wasn't even you. And I literally started laughing out loud. Like, are you and then your dad texts you and then everybody, you guys, you don't understand. It wasn't even her. It was the somebody intervention else. that my family took on me last year at BravoCon for a physical altercation I was not in. It was not my human body. It's on video. Two girls fighting, and Edwin's like, one person tweeted it. Like one person tweeted, this is Teddy. And then your dad wasn't even at BravoCon. Then you're at a house party. Then your dad is, you know, I am a public person and this is very embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, it was like, and she's like, it's not me. It was so, I mean, they had a family meeting. Like, I'm like, I'm like, my fucking, 
family blows, man. Nobody would even care. No, my entire family was up in arms about a fight that I was not even in. That's a lot of stress. So, I'm just going to throw that out there. So, it's a lot of stress. Needless to say, I was like, Edwin, you're coming to BravoCon this year because I cannot deal. But I think we should get in a huge fight and start wrestling in the middle. We should. But <laughs> speaking of huge fights wrestling. and major issues, Monica's mom on Salt Lake. Uh, I've actually never seen anything like it. I literally wanted to call her. Like, I don't even have her number and FaceTime her and like give her a virtual hug. Because it made so much sense to why her exterior is the way it is. She's been hurt so bad by her upbringing to be not only abandoned by your parents. Her dad left her at four. Her mom left her at 12. Sent her to a house and said, I got a new life in New York. Go stay with this these people that she doesn't even know. It has have to be fucking devastating well what i did see was a completely different side than i did from monica at angie's easter party and i wish that monica would have stayed off social media last week when she had to weather that storm because then she made a lot of you know i think decisions that made her look a little yeah, but then her mom did the same thing. Her mom was on social media and was also doing the same thing. Um, I feel bad for Monica. I feel sad for Monica. What about how Monica says her car is in her mom's name, but Monica pays for it? She says when her mom gets mad at her, she takes the car, which she did after Easter at Angie's house. Her mom said, I want the car by 4 p.m. or I'm calling the police saying it was stolen. It's disgusting. Obviously, obviously, she got went through a divorce. Her credit's not good. Her mom. Then go get a car. Go get a freaking Honda Civic from CarMax. I don't think it really matters. Well, I don't know. Maybe it does. But I, I think that. It does matter. She's renting a Range Rover. Stop. Listen. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses and get a car that you can stably have that's under your name so your mom cannot take away your okay, car. Okay, just listen. When I left my ex, I had terrible credit. And. My mom co-signed for me to get an apartment. And my mom gave me the down payment for that apartment. Did she take it away from you repeatedly? She, she didn't, but she helped me out. And that's what a mom does. I understand. If you're going to help somebody out, then you don't take it away. Well, that's on her mom. That's not on that, Monica. That, that, no, that's my point. Okay. Your mom has repeatedly shown you that she doesn't support you. But you said go to CarMax and get a Honda. Like, but, No, but I'm saying that at this point, your mom... Has she said my mom does this every time she gets upset at me? She takes the car away. She does this. You, she needs to gain her. But freedom it's a cycle away of abuse mom. that she's used to being in. Like her dad left her at four. Her mom abandoned her at twelve. But it, I mean, it, the whole thing is sad. It's heartbreaking. Um, it makes you understand Monica a little bit better, just like you understand Sai a little bit better, knowing her history. You can't. You don't know what somebody's going through. And I no. think this is a, a perfect situation if you just don't understand. I, I think I'm actually just confused why Monica had her mom even come on the show. Yes, I agree with that. 100% agree with that. Why did she have her come on the show? Did she know that it was going to be explosive? Did she have an agreement? Clearly, you yeah. know. Yeah. This yeah. has been happening their entire life. And I don't know. I, I mean, we're only, what, six episodes in? something like that for Salt Lake City. It has not, not one episode has been disappointing. 
They are doing an amazing job. Not only the cast, but even the production company that works with them is amazing. From the music to the everything. Everybody looks everything. great. Everybody's done to yeah. the nines. They're doing fun activities. It's great. Um, John, Lisa's husband... I loved him this episode. He's cute. He's so sweet. He was being funny. He was making jokes. Um, he gets emotional about how proud he is of Jack. Um, but then Lisa, listen, we love you, Lisa. But I, the yeah. fact that Jack and your husband are having this like moment, and then you chime in like, and this one time I had this roommate, and she was like my stalker, and then <laughs> you know what? And I walked in, and she was wearing my clothes, and she looked just like me. And she said, "I just want to see like how like like how do I feel being you for one day?" And she's like, "Oh my god!" And, and Jack's like, "Jack's like all I want, mom." Is what is it? Death liquid or death? Liquid death. Okay. J- Jack's like, Mom, all I want is liquid death. A, a crude, crude, uh, a crude, cheese bo- crude, I love a, a shark. Okay. So she says, Mom, all I want is liquid death and a charcuterie board and frosted tips. That's all I want, Mom. Yeah. I mean, it was rough going. That was a rough conversation. I was just ex- just like, wow, he knows what a charcuterie board is. I can barely say the word. I call it a cheese board. I, no, a shark. I mean, he's charcuterie. Yeah, he was a little bit bougie. Yeah, he's I know. Gonna, okay. I mean, Jack has no value in what she says. Clearly, no. But I. But the fact that she even thought that that story was going to go well, like I know, <laughs> but what, it was such good TV. It I was, love Lisa. I love her because she's just so not aware. I mean, I know my kids start rolling their eyes and like I shut down within like 20 seconds. She's like, when I go to Range Rover, I tell them exactly what I want. What leather and, seats? And I, went, I need the white leather, leather and then I need, I need leather. Hunter green. And I need it all. And they don't even like question me. I just get the Range Rover that I want. And then they expedite but, it. They say it's going to take six months, but then I, I get know. it in six minutes. It's and six that's minutes. just who I am. But with Jack, I have no control over where he's going. And how many people know what Jack's thinking before me? It's weird that Jack isn't sharing with me, but I also haven't taken a breath in 642 hours. And all I I do is talk about myself, and that's just who I am. What I want. (laughs) God, I love her. She's such great. Love her. We can't wait to hang out with you. Yeah. Um, Can I just ask a question? What? Because I had this, I had this conversation with Spencer. I went to his house the other day. I try to go once a week to go visit him. Me and Sophia go to visit him um, because he's at college right now. And he has, you know, decorations in his apartment are what pretty do you mean sparse. Decorations? Well, he's got um, posters. He's got posters on the walls, you know, like stuck with a pin or no, like the he gummy put stuff. them in a frame. He put them in a frame. Oh, that's how I am. But, but then he has like a whole display of liquid death water bottles. Well, I don't. And I don't, I'm like, what is what, 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 why? I don't know the same reason that my son is going to be prime. Prime, oh, prime is a big thing. Prime for Halloween. But isn't that like a TikTok thing? I it's is that where it came out? TikTok. It's he is a blow up water bottle. Yeah, yeah. We went to like we went camping, <laughs> and there was a bunch of little moto boys that w- were riding, and Johnny was like prime, prime, and they were talking about prime, and I'm like. What the hell's Prime? And they're like, oh. it's Prime, boys. It's Prime, it's prime boys. Yeah, yeah. they're they're um, they're very into Prime. Yeah, Prime, yeah, Liquid I've Death. Never it's heard all of it. the Liquid cool guys Death doing though. It. It's, it's Eddie, wa- do you drink Prime or Liquid Death? Liquid Death, it's good. But it's guys, water, babe. For the record, it's water, water out of a can. So we went to Milwaukee and we went to the Harley like event and everything, and they were handing out Liquid Death, and I'm like, what is this? It's 
Water. It's water. It's water. It it's tastes better out of a can. It tastes like water. I, I can say this. I don't like Evian out of a bottle. It tastes weird to me, but all the others I can deal. Oh, God. Um, okay. Then we get to Whitney bringing up to Meredith how she said she can ruin Angie K's life with the information she has. This is like when they're going cross-country skiing or God knows oh, By what. the way, don't you feel like the viewer said, we want to see more of the Utah. snow? We want to see more of the snow. And now they're beating a dead horse. Every episode, they are either skiing, snow, snowmobiling, or cross-country skiing. They're, or uh, it, like ice picking. They're like Elsa and Anna. Like Yes, yes. I'm like, okay, we get it. They uh, live in the snow. Yeah. Well, then Whitney says she didn't realize it was Meredith at the time that Meredith's dramatic Instagram post. Oh, because of the driving and the car accident and Meredith's near-death experience. Okay, so... Meredith was hit with a question and she quickly changed the subject to, um, yeah, the car crash. Yeah. She said, um, uh, Whitney's essentially saying that Meredith exaggerated the extent of the car crash for sympathy. Well, take it back a little bit. I feel like Meredith was asked a question by Whitney and she said, you often share rumors about other cast members. And Meredith's response was, no, I don't. It was, let's talk about how you drove past me when I had a car crash and you didn't even ask how I was doing. How would she know that was her? She didn't. She didn't. And I feel like Whitney explained that afterwards. She's like, I didn't even know it was you. I just saw a Range Rover who everybody, including me, drives a Range Rover and she said, it wasn't until you posted about it, your near death experience. <laughs> then I said, oh, my God, that must have been you. I saw you. Listen, I don't even drive. So yeah, I know. So everything traumatizes you. Everything does. But no, um, it did traumatize me. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Mary really did. Mary because yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Mary asking for someone to bring her to go box only to then get the box and ask the server to do it for her. Is peak Mary chaos like that? Would you have not done that? If I'm going to ask for a to-go box. Yes. Then I would put the food into the box myself. If I was going to hand the food. And say, do it yourself. And say, please do this for me. And by the way, she paid. She left without paying. <laughs> so. the, all of Mary. I, I really. Mary, Mary, Mary. What are you doing? Whit I feel like Whitney was was being endearing she's sitting down she was talking to her but as soon as Whitney brought up the fact that she sent her these horrible text messages which they actually were horrible they were horrible they were they were putting down her looks they were really horrible however calling somebody a predator is not nice either no they but both I, they both were. I don't think Mary knows she's on a reality listen, show. Listen, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. Listen, I don't even think Mary was upset about being called a predator. I think she was more upset about the drink being spilled on her leg and her outfit that she needs to return. Oh my God. That was. And then she's like, why didn't it spill on Whitney? Like, why me? Yeah, I that because she seemed like she was in a pretty good mood. Like, she was like a seven out of 10 in the mood. Until the spill, and then she lost her I mean, shit. She, she came in hot, honestly. Whitney said she missed Mary at Angie's Greek Easter brunch. And Mary said, I didn't miss it. <laughs> it's like, I, I just really, I guess I just don't understand. 
Mary at all? <laughs> I, I don't. I'm really trying because I do think she makes me laugh. There are things that she does, but I think she makes me laugh because I'm so uncomfortable with how rude she is. Well, I will say that Mary is very struck, uh, stuck on the predator word. Like, and it's a strong word. I get it. If somebody calls you a predator, that's not nice. But she had every opportunity to sit down with Whitney and talk about it. But as soon as Whitney brought up her issues with her, she's like, I'm out of here. I don't need this. I'm out. She likes to make Whitney feel bad about herself. It gets little girl. It gets her little girl. Listen, sweetheart, you little girl. Little girl. Um, Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Mary said she didn't come for this. So what was she expecting? She said, Wake up, bobblehead. I didn't come up I'm for this. I'm not wasting my time with you. Mary gets up and leaves. I know. Bobblehead. I, I don't know if I would be upset with being called a bobblehead. I would love, I kind to, of I would love to be a bobblehead. That means you're really skinny, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be skinny with a bobblehead. Um, then what about when Lisa throws the mission reveal party for Jack? He finds out he's going to Columbia. Lisa cries. She tries to pretend she cries out of excitement, but really she's crying out of offending the whole world. She offended of- the entire country <laughs> of Columbia. Um, by the way, I, I found this scene very interesting because I never knew that there was like a reveal party for missions. It was kind of like, like they said, a gender reveal party. I never knew, even knew that would exist. But also, he was holding the paper open the whole time. Well, I thought it was a, like a call. Now, I thought it was going to be an email, like when you pass the bar yeah. exam. Not that I've ever passed any exam, but if... I did. I know that you like have to type in a code yeah. and then you get your thing. Like I yeah. thought, I didn't know he was going to have an open letter that he'd already seen. Yeah. Um, but I love that Lisa compared her G wagon to getting her way with Jack. I, I mean, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, I do think it was so Lisa. I mean, there's no other way to explain Lisa than to talk about a G wagon and what she's wearing. Um, then we get back to Monica meeting up with her mom. Linda. Okay. I, can I just say this? That was an eleven-minute scene. Most housewives don't even get eleven minutes in one episode. I don't think I got eleven minutes my entire third season. Yeah, well. <laughs> so that was a big deal, and I was so interested. Loved the entire scene. It was so raw, so real. And does anybody have an aspirin? Because I have a headache just from watching it. I mean, the fact that. She kept looking, but also production at this point, throw her two Advils. Like, I can't take it anymore. I mean, how many times is Monica's mom going to ask for an aspirin? Because she's already hung over. She's had so much to drink. She's now gone into the hang. I did not, but clearly you could tell the eyes were red. They were beating out. Things were not going well. I mean, she was so rude. She also called her daughter a weak ass bitch and a motherfucker. Well, she goes, did you just call me a fucker? She goes, no, I called you a I'm like, oh, my God. Um, Literally, like, double down on that, Mom. Listen, Linda wasn't leaving that dinner because she wanted Bravo to pay for it, and she was not going to get up upset before her salmon. But I loved her line to Monica. I didn't abandon. I didn't abandon you. I had to start a new job, and I couldn't afford you. Oh, thanks, Mom. (laughs) I had a job in New York, and I couldn't afford you, so I gave you to some friends. Like, Okay, that made it so much but better. Do you believe that Linda actually wants to go to therapy? No, but but can you close your eyes and watch that scene and not know who's speaking? Because the two of them sound I, exactly alike. Well, also they make the same like expression. Like they'll be like, 
the other one's talking and it, it's like me like six days like my prime botox when nothing moves and i'm just like watching linda i'm like why did you sign the dotted line why did you really think there was going to be a positive For 11 out- minute scene that's what it was Listen, an 11 linda. minute scene <laughs> um okay so i have a question for you to close this out yes would you rather I have not make out with you? I've told you a million times. I listen. It's not happening. Fine. You're so obsessed You're not with my me. type. Oh, Get her drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your tits. Okay. Um. Anyhow, Linda. Yes. Would you rather have Linda as a mom or the rumors as a best friend? The rumors. Who the Meredith. fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck are the rumors? What are you talking about? Meredith. Talk- the rumors. As a mom? Best friend. Oh, okay. I would take Meredith all day long as a best friend. I actually like Meredith. I think she's fun. When you say actually at the beginning, I've told oh, you this repeatedly. God, you always look into things. I like Meredith. All right, guys. We will be talking to you soon because... Uh, Bravo's not messing around. They're dropping everything right now. We've got Beverly Hills. We've got Potomac. Yeah, they're making our job very tough. Well, they're making it very good because but we're fun. getting into the juicy uh, stuff. No! Peace out, New York. Hello, Potomac. Yes, I can't wait for Potomac in Miami. Miami. I know. It's going to be so good. And we've got all the BravoCon content coming in hot. So thanks, you guys. And we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.